What's up, everybody? You're listening to the one and only T-Mac-inspired podcast. Listen as she sits down with regular people to discuss the ideas, the ideas, the opportunities, the opportunities, and the wealth-building strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Share the same birthday, not the same Leo's year. In the, house. the Leos are in the house. Listen, no, nothing but greatness on the call right now. Listen, we've been running things for a long time. We about to bless a lot of people. Yes, yes, yes. Everybody knows that I created this whole podcast just to show regular people that regular people can overcome anything to become extraordinary people, right? The fact. So I want you to tell people what makes Damon extraordinary, other than being born on August 4th. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah we, we share a birthday with the only Black president ever to be alive. You know what I mean? It's something special about them Leos. Um, what, what makes me extraordinary is I'm aware of who I am. <laughs> Not only am I aware of who I am, I'm aware of whose I am. And I think until we come into a better understanding of that point alone, then we're automatically putting ourselves in a category of, how do I want to say this without not, not coming too strong? We're coming real strong real quick. I don't, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings, but if you're not Go saying that, I should be saying amen. Um, if we don't do that, we're literally evaluating ourselves against a precedence that's not true. Um, and I think that's the issue with a lot of people that are looking to achieve, right? They look at their current reality. They look at the circumstances of their life right now, and they evaluate their potential based on what they currently see. Um, my mentor, as he said, Damon, there's a huge difference between the truth and reality. And I was like, well, what do you mean by that? He said, your reality could be no money in the bank account. The reality could be my relationships are, uh, are diminished right now. My reputation is trash, or I don't have the skill set. I didn't come from the right family. I didn't come from the correct background. I didn't get the needed school that I need. That, that's reality. But there's only one truth. And that truth is found <laughs> in the So the truth is whatever God's word says about me. Um, I, I think the Bible is the greatest book to ever be made, right? Basic instructions before leaving earth. So if the truth says I am an overcomer, if it says I am the head and not the tail, if it says I am above and not beneath, if it says that I am prosperous, well, guess what? The only truth that I should be hearing and that I should be saying is what God has already said about me. So because I'm aware of that point, we've been able to apply some principles to get to where we are right now. To get on the T-Mac podcast. Come on. Are y'all inspired yet? Let's go. Let's go. So on your Instagram, because yeah. we met through Instagram, right? Yes. In the Instagram streets. Yeah. On your Instagram, your bio... You, in your bio, you say that you went from $9 an hour to six figures in six months. Yes, ma'am. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Um, first and foremost, if you guys can do anything for yourselves, let's, let's do a couple of housekeeping issues. Make sure you're taking notes. Like one of the banes of my existence is people that just consume information to get pumped up. But listen, the drama is in the details. If you take notes on this and you apply it, T-Mac is going to make you a lot of money. Okay, with that said, let's go ahead and step right to it. 
Um, I'm no different from many of you. Um, I graduated with a 1.7 GPA, um, barely graduated from high school. I didn't even know they offered credit counseling service classes just to get the additional credits that you need to graduate. Um, did not graduate from college. I actually graduated as a sophomore. You'll get that on the way home. If th That means it didn't come with a degree, okay? Like I, I decided I was done. They didn't tell me I was finished. I decided I was done. Um, the only reason I went to college was to play basketball, but the long and short of it is I wanted to be successful. Like the entire reason why I wanted to go to the NBA was to give my family a lifestyle that we never had a chance to enjoy growing up. Um, I didn't come from money whatsoever. My mom worked three different jobs. She was a seamstress. She had her own uh, seamstress company. Uh, she worked at a customer service. And then at night, she would work for the school systems in the cafeteria pre preparing meals. So barely had a chance to see her. Uh, my stepfather was abusive of both of us, physically and mentally. So growing up in that type of environment, I just wanted better. I didn't know what rich was. I didn't know what it meant. I, I just had this dream, this goal that things could be better. And um, long story short, ended up getting out of college, leaving, and was just trying to figure it out. So if you're on the line listening, you're probably in a state of figuring it out, too. Um, I remember listening to every podcast, reading every book, you know, getting into the personal development industry, trying to find the right person to give me the motivation, inspiration, the tricks, the how-tos just to make it. And uh, in that process, I started moving furniture for a company here. And I'm being paid. Watch this. I'm being paid $9 an hour. The unfortunate thing is I was only paid while we were moving furniture. Oh, okay, Damon, what does that mean? That means I had to get to the office at 7 a.m. for a meeting, right? It was really just a roundup, make sure we were there. If we were moving someone's furniture from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., that is the only time I got paid. So I okay. wasn't from 7 to 10. I was only paid from 10 to 12. So my weekly check would be 140 bucks. God forbid I dropped anybody's furniture because that would come out of your check as well. Somebody could literally say, hey, there was a ding on my armoire or hey, my bed doesn't look, that would come out of my check. And, and so what I started to do- Wait is, a minute, before you say that. Yeah, yeah, yep. You were making $140 a week. Yes. How, how were you making it? What were you doing? Oh, like how did you pay your bills? No, no, no. I was robbing Peter to pay Paul, John, Luke, every single one of the disciples. Like we, we were not making, um, at the time I had already had obligations as a man. I had already had children at the time. I was living with my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Um, I was behind on everything, like everything. We were living in a 700 square foot apartment, driving a 92 Saturn. Uh, like, I don't, I don't know if you guys can relate, but th those cars where you had the push pins that you would put up in the roof just to keep the roof up. And every time you went over a bump, it would fall, right? I, you could put, you know, designs in it. Like, it was bad. It was a stick shift, and I didn't even know how to drive a stick shift. So I was burning the clutch every day. You had to put transmission fluid in it every few stops, oil in it every few stops. The antifreeze was leaking. I mean, it was it was bad. Did was, we have the same car? <laughs> we got the same birthday, so I can only imagine, right? I think we had the same car. I was calling my mom, like, every other week just to get $20. Guys, hey, can you help me out with groceries? So we were not making it. This was 2014. All of 2014, I made like 12 grand the whole year. But during that process, I had met a mentor. I didn't know he was going to be my mentor. He was just a voice that I could listen to. And, and I tell people all the time, 
when God wants to change something in your life, he does not come over as an audible voice. He doesn't call you on the phone and say, hey, it's your time. He sends you a person. Now, I believe discernment of recognizing who that person is that will lead us one of two places, either to poverty or to prosperity. And so when I found that person, I listened to everything he told me to do. And the long and short over that year, as I'm moving furniture, I'm listening to the Earl Nightingales. I'm listening to Bob Proctor. I'm listening to Les Brown. I'm reading the magic of believing. I'm starting to write my goals down. Yeah, even though I was coming home dead tired from moving furniture, I had my goals up on the wall. So I was seeing my future, even though I was in my present. Mm. 15 comes, boom, first six months, over $155,000 in income. And uh, we, we've obviously been growing ever since. But that's a lot of information in a short bit, but hopefully that answers the question. <laughs> so what did you do? What were you doing to get to make the six figures in six got my months? Insurance, got my insurance license. I got ah. my Yep. I, I found a vehicle. That's what I'll say, because I don't want anybody to think yes. I got to do insurance, right? No, right. That's, that's not it at all. Like when you understand the laws of prosperity, the laws of creating wealth, just do that. And they're very, very simple. And, and, and you know what, Tasha, I love, I love laws, right? Because laws are irrefutable. You cannot argue with them. They will work for you every single time. The law of gravity doesn't care whether you're short, fat, skinny, cute, ugly, doesn't matter. You and I, I hate to say this right now, but the law of gravity works with everything going on, obviously. Um, but it works. You jump off a building, you know. Yeah. So, excuse me for that. But, um, yeah, my bad. <laughs> you, you know what's going on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, with, with that said, it works every single time. So, when I learned the laws of creating wealth, I learned, okay, I can make these laws work for me. And... Your income, this is what it says, your income will be in direct proportion to the value that you bring the marketplace. And so when I heard that. Amen, right? Wait, 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 wait. Keep going. Hey, calm down. <laughs> calm down. Listen. Yeah, I get excited. Get, you told them to write stuff down. You told them they can't write that fast. Yes. Say it again. Say it for the yes. people in the back that didn't get it. Yes, this is very important. Your income, your income, your <laughs> daily wage, your wage, your paycheck, your W-2, however you get paid will be in direct proportion to the value that you bring the marketplace. Now, Tasha, my next question to him was, okay, well, what determines value? Because I, I know as a child of God, I'm invaluable. So I should be able to go to my boss and say, hey, listen, you should pay me a billion dollars, right? Because I'm, I'm God's son, right? And, and, and he said, well, it doesn't work that way. Three things that determine value. Number one, <clears throat> what is the need for what you do? Now, when I was working in moving furniture, was there a need? Well, absolutely. People move all the time. So I knew there was a need for what I did. But number two is what is your ability to do it? Okay, so my question to him was, well, I don't get it because I'm only be, being paid $9 an hour. I'm working at a furniture company. Obviously, maybe they only have $9 to pay me. And he said, is that right? Is that what you really think? And I said, well, that has to be it, right? He was like, well, is there anybody in the company driving a car better than yours? And I thought about it. And every single morning I saw this black Porsche 
Porsche Panamera that would pull up a beautiful car. And I always wondered, what does he do? Well, he was the owner of the company. So when we talk about what is the need for what you do, well, the rubber meets the road in your ability to do it. So wherever you are right now, no matter what job you're working, do you know the logistics? Do you know the in and outs? How valuable are you? Here's number three. And this is where it really gets deep. How hard is it to replace you? Mm. What you do, your ability to do it, and then how hard is it to replace you? Because me, as a mover, if I got injured on the job, they would have this little car that came around. <laughs> the minute I got injured, there would be somebody on the job taking my place, grabbing the piano where I left off. But guess what? I learned I become more valuable. See, Tasha has this podcast right now. Look how val- you can't take her, her, her entire dynamic, her, her ways of being. You cannot replace that, which means she gets paid very well, right? So when I figured that out, I said, okay, instead of me trying to find out how to make more money or go to another job and say, how much can I get paid here? I started asking, who can I become here? Because in order for me to have something, I learned that there's someone I can become. That person is the person of value. Lord Jesus, I, 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 ooh, we need a timeout or something. I mean, Jesus, yeah. honey, can you bring me some more water? Be a minute. I'm gonna need some more milk. Yes. Come on. Listen. Okay. Whoa. Wait a minute. Mm. There's. Oh, we can talk about. Oh, we can break down all all the steps that you just gave. Those three steps. Yes. Uh, we could break that down in so you know many ways. Yes. Oh, let's talk about value first. Let's talk about value. Let's do it. Okay. What people do not understand mm-hmm. is that there is four levels of value. Yes. And I got this from my mentor. Shout out to Myron Golden. Shout out. Shout out. I got this from my mentor and I teach this. I teach this to my mentees. You know, I teach this in my challenges. I teach this. I teach it to everybody, you know, but at a different level. Right. So those four levels of value, you know, you were at the bottom. You were the worker bee making $9 an hour. But while you were at the bottom, what you were doing was learning Mm-hmm. You know, with your listening to the to, to the gurus, listening to these positive people, you know, in, you know, influential people. What you were doing was while you were at the bottom making nine dollars, you were becoming the person at the top, driving yes. the Porsche, driving the Porsche and those things. Yes. You weren't there. It wasn't in your bank account yet. But you were becoming the person to provide more value at a higher level. And when you got there, that's why it was easier for you to make a whole lot of money, six figures in six months, than it was to make a little bit of a, a little bit of money over a long period of time. Because you're not at nine dollars an hour, you're not gonna make a lot. Period. You said it. Yes. You know, one hundred forty-six dollars a week, but yes. you use a whole bunch of time and a whole bunch of muscle and a whole bunch of manpower until you became that person. Yes. So, can I speak me, into that? Go ahead. Can I speak into that real quick? And, and I just want to be very straight up because obviously I listen to Myron's teachings. I'm in one of his uh, circles as well, and and 
what, what I think is very interesting because people are probably thinking like, okay, what is this? I'm trying to make more money. Like, like how does all this apply to making money? Cool story, Dame. Value, okay, got three steps. But now she's talking about, well, like, what does this have to do with money? Here's the, here, here's the bottom line. What is money? <laughs> like, just ask yourself a very simple question. What is money? Well, money isn't, isn't okay, uh, a bunch of green pieces of paper with, you know, old white men on. That's not money. Because, because when I really got this concept and idea, I said, well, how do we put a value to money, right? Like, how do I determine that this piece of paper is worth $100 or $20 or $5? Is it because of the number written on it? Well, no, because even the piece of paper in itself in, in, in the realm, in the grand scheme of things, is not as valuable as a penny because copper is more valuable than paper. You guys with me on this, right? So, so how do we determine that this copper is worth one cent, but this $100 bill is worth a thousand? What is it? A thousand? Is that my right math? 10,000. 10,000. Yeah. 10, there we go. See, she's better at math than I am, right? You ain't gotta you ain't gotta be great at math to make a lot of money. I'm telling y'all, right? But 10,000 pennies, right? Here's why. Because it's whatever we said it is. Now, catch this. Before something becomes physical, before there is any physical object, it first was a spiritual thing. Before there could be this podcast, Tasha said, matter of fact, she had a thought first right and then she said let's do a podcast before there was the apple phone steve jobs said man i think that would be a good idea idea and then he said so i'm here to tell you that money is a spiritual thing it is a spiritual thing so what tasha is explaining right now i was in the first stage there's four levels of value right i was in the first stage which is an implementer or implementation that means i'm the worker bee now, this is what really got me when I heard him explain this. He said, how can we use physical labor, my muscles, right? I don't care how strong I am. How am I going to use physical labor to get more of a spiritual object? <sighs> that's not how it works. If I see somebody that's a that works a physical job, I can guess their income. Do we want to talk about the four levels or is that patented? Go ahead. Let's go. Can we talk about that real quick? Listen, if you're the implementer, you are doing the thing, right? You're, you're, you're doing it. You're in the factory. You're putting it together. You're putting the car parts, whatever it is, you're an implementer. I would venture to say that your income can go anywhere from zero to about 50, maybe 60,000. Maybe. Why? Because you're doing the thing. Now, above that is the man, right? They're the, what would we call that? The uh, unification. unification. The unifiers, right? The unification. They're putting the people together that do the thing. Now, you can be paid a little bit more, but you're not going to be able to maximize your income for the levels that I know if you're watching this, you want to get to. Why? Because your time is still limited. You're still using the workers to create a spiritual thing. Now, above that is when it gets fun. And this is where Tasha has done really, really well. She is a communicator. She has learned how to communicate. I truly believe that the number one skill that you can cultivate in the world is the ability to communicate. Need a suggestion? How to win friends and influence people. 
Anything that will help you in communication. You know, I, I had a young lady walk up to me this weekend and she was like, you're such an incredible speaker. How do I do that? And I said, do you have a YouTube? She said, no. I said, create one right now. She said, well, I was thinking about, I was like, no, no, no. Like, do it now. What, what do you mean? I need to, no, just do it now. Well, what do I do then? And then you take your phone and you record a video. Like, just do the, anyway, we're going on something else. So anyway. Communication, work on your communication. Who are communicators? Beyonce is a communicator. Jay-Z, Kevin Hart. Like we are all communicators and you can be paid extremely well, but the highest level, now we're talking about getting into the spirit. Your words are spirit, right? Your thoughts are spiritual things. So guess who makes the most money? Not thinkers, no. People with incredible imaginations. When you start imagining, see, you want to know my secret? How I really can we can we cut the cut the other stuff? I'm gonna tell yeah. you guys. I really got where we are. I started to dream again. Ah, Massage Mac. That you want to know what I really did? Like I literally started. I I give you an example. I, around my house, I keep my dreams in front of me. Around my house, I keep my <laughs> so so. Whereas a lot of people keep pictures of their present. I keep I, pe I keep pictures of my dreams, right? Dreams all around me. This, this is my wife in the in the phantom, right? I keep my dreams all around me, and I start dreaming because I'm the bane of business is seeing <clears throat> giving up on their dreams. Mm. Can't stand it. it. It hurts. It hurts my entire heart. When Let I me tell you something. Uh, you were you were pulling out pulling out your dreams. Yes, talk to me. This is one, this is one thing that uh, one thing I do with my mentees is I uh, make them do a six month dream line. More. I got it from the four hour work week years ago. I'm an avid reader. This is just one of my bookshelves. I have another one, and so, but I implement. I always try to take something from a book that I read and implement it immediately in my life. And when I do it. It works. And then that's what I teach other people to do because I did it. Yes. Right. One of the easiest ways to become super wealthy, by the way. Anyway, so dream, do a six month dream line. So I do a six month dream line. Then I tell them do a, a, a 12 month dream line. I do it. Right. Yep. I, don't, I don't tell you to do anything that I wouldn't do. Right. So um after i did my six month dream line i wrote it down meditated on it you know got soaked it in set it in my drawer here in my office i was doing having a meeting with my mentees and <laughs> so i'm sorry i get so excited when people talk like this don't mind so me. everything on my dream line and there were there are 15 things on my dream line Six months ago, I'd accomplished everything on my dream line with two things. I have two things circled, just two, in six months. Come on. Come on. There is power in dreaming. I said all that to say, I'm, 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 I'm 100 with you, brother. There is power in dreaming. Mm. Why have people stopped dreaming why have people stopped dreaming 
um, because the world doesn't reward dreaming, <laughs> right? Let's, let's be honest, like, um, man, I heard somebody say it best. We have all been wired for success, but we've been programmed for failure. They encourage you to dream after they've already suffocated the dreaming out of you. Easy example, how many of us have children and have told our children, be more realistic? How many of have, have children? Matter of fact, do you remember being a kid? I do, because as you can tell, I can talk, right? So I used to end up in peak every single day. But how many of us as children remember, you know, painting outside the lines when we had to do in our coloring book and, and, our, and our teacher would tell us, what, what, what you doing? Well, no, stay within the lines. Or how many times did we get in trouble because we didn't walk in lines through the hallway? Or how many times will we get in trouble before we raised our hand, we had an idea that we wanted to share. Matter of fact, let's fast forward to adults. How many times have you had an idea that you ended up sharing with your closest friends and associates and they said, man, you sound crazy. Our dreams have been snuffed out by the people we think care about us most. We have been in, we, Tasha, I believe we have literally been conditioned to stop dreaming. And so when someone like you or I comes along and we start speaking this language of dreaming again, the conflict is this. <laughs> because it speaks to who you truly are, you get excited. Oh, that's when all the endorphins are being released because you're like, oh, that sounds right. Yeah, I'm cut from that cloth, right? Because I'm made in the image and likeness of my creator. And he made me to create, which means I'm going to create through my imagination the same way he did. But then you go back to the environment that you're from, which is why I tell people it's not about having a dream board. It's about having a dream environment. You have to constantly be, constantly be reminded of where you're going, not where you are. See, this right here, me being, I didn't know it was going to be Tasha, but I saw this years ago. I knew that this is who I would be. Mm -hmm. So why do people stop dreaming? Out of fear. Mm -hmm. Out of fear. For sure. For sure. I believe yeah. that. <clears throat> I believe that. I have, um, it actually took, it was a group of 12, 12 women that, that my, one of my business partner and I, we, we mentored them. Mm -hmm. We did like an accountability, accountability call every, uh, every other day for six mm -hmm. months, right? It, do you know it took over half of them three months to complete the dream line? I believe it. I believe it. Do you, do I was blown away. Listen, <laughs> the very first thing I do, and everybody write this down, the very first question I ask anybody that I mentor is what do you want? And, and what I them to do Tasha is I say do me a favor here's your first set of homework I want you to write 100 desires why because the Bible says God will give you the desires of your heart you know do you want to know the banes of my existence and why I do this why I can't stand seeing a adult human being get that pen and that piece of paper and an hour later, it looked like this. Mm, blank. 
And, and what I tell them is I want you to literally act as if you have unlimited wishes with a genie. You know, we've been living in mediocrity so long, like an accomplishment to us would be, man, if I can make an extra 25 cents, man, if I could, if I could get that promotion. Listen, you're not truly dreaming if you can measure who, what, where, and how it's going to happen. That's not a dream. That's called a calculated risk. We didn't, sure. we didn't get here without dreaming. So yeah, that, oh, it hurts me. It burns me up. Like, who, who, told, who told you that? Who told you you couldn't do that? Like, who told you? My mentor told me last year, I was at an event. He has another event this weekend. He said, Damon, I challenge you. I want you to make X amount of dollars a year. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it every month. And do you know the minute I said that, the first thing that needs to happen is my conversation needed to change. Mm. So I start doing every single day, multiple times a day. I am so happy and grateful now that I'm earning. I'm so happy and grateful now that I'm earning. I'm so happy and grateful. I even made an audio on my phone where I'm saying it to myself over and over and over. My screensaver says the amount of money right there. So I'm inundating my entire consciousness with my goal. Now, even if you guys don't even understand that right now, just do it. Just work to the wise. So guess what ended up happening? A month later, guess who I run into? Keenan Williams. Never met him a day in my life. Saw him on a podcast about a year prior. I was like, man, he has a pretty cool story. He loves his wife. It seems like he loves the Lord. He seems like a great guy. Boom. I'm at an event running to him. The next day, we're in a meeting with Marvin Mitchell. Guess what we're talking about? Having million-dollar days. Within... <laughs> 30 days of me setting the goal for a million dollars a month. Guy calls me, says, yo, I've been watching your content for a while, man. You need to be doing something like creating forces and stuff. I was like, yeah, but I've never done that before. He said, no worries. I'll help you. What? Within two months from that, boom, first of a digital course. Within a month from that, don't even know how to do it. Ran a challenge. Within a month from that, guess who hits me? Hey, Tasha Max. She like, let's go. And I'm like, here we go. People don't work on their dreams, Sasha, because they're worried about how it's going to happen. Yeah. You don't know how you got to where you are right now. The how is up to something so much bigger and higher than you are. Your job is to see the end goal. You will never hit a target that you can't see. Mm -mm. I always tell, I tell, well, my kids, family, anybody, the how is none of our business. We're actually not operating in the capacity that we were designed to operate when we we're worrying about the how. That means you're trying to operate in the capacity of a higher being. Trying to be God. God, i.e. God. And what you're doing is you're telling him, I don't need you because I am trying to figure out the how I'm going to get the thing that I want. So I don't need you. And if, when you're trying to figure out how you're actually pushing him away, which in turn is pushing the thing that you want further away. And that's why you're always chasing and working and chasing and working and chasing. Yes. yes. It doesn't work that way. You talk about the laws, right? I am big. Super, I've been practic practicing the law of attraction for many, 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 many years. Yes. And why do I practice the law of attraction? Why do I hold that like so close to my heart is because 
if we mm. talk Ooh. about it, come on, talk Listen. about it. We're already there. We're already living and practicing the law of attraction. If we realize, even if we don't even realize it by default, because what the things that you think about, those are the things that you get. The more you think about it, the more you get it. So if you think about the things that you don't want, you're going to keep getting the things that you don't want. But the law of attraction, with the law of attraction, knowing that whatever you think about, those are the things that you're going to get. Why don't you just switch your just just switch that one thing and start thinking about the things that you want? Just think about how it makes you feel to have those things. That's a part of that dreaming. That's a part of putting your pictures up. That's a part of looking at it every day. That's that what that's what those little post-it means when you post the little things all over your You're constantly, that's what it means when you're recording yourself, your affirmations in your phone and you're playing them. Mine, by the way, I'm gonna give you a little tip. My affirmations, that, that's my alarm clock. Oh, I love it. I wake up to my own voice every single morning sometimes i'm already up before the alarm clock goes off but i want to hear my voice at a certain time every day saying the exact same thing uh what are you saying so what i'm saying is number one i am grateful i am so grateful for Mm. and then whatever it is that i what i desire i don't say i want it because if you want it Gonna always want it. You better talk. You better so talk. I am. I am so grateful for. Yes. You know what? It feels so good to be. Yes. Oh, I love having. Yes. And then whatever after that yes. that I desire. Amen. Right. So then my day, my day automatically starts out on T. Right. Not not just because I'm Leo. I mean. That's, that's a bonus, but no, no. It, it, it automatically starts out on 10. Why? Because this I've been practicing this for many, many years, many, many years. And so when I, when I attract those type of people in my life, like Damon, right. It, it just, I'm going to tell you what it does. It speeds up those things. Mm. It's like, it's like an accelerator, right? It's like gas on a fire. Because where one can cast a one can cast a flight of a thousand, two can cast a flight of ten thousand. What does that mean? That that doesn't mean if I can do one thousand dollars worth of something, and me and you together can do ten thousand dollars worth of something. If you divide that in half, what that means is that's five thousand apiece. What that mean? That means it's compound. But what that mean? That means you accelerated it. Right. So when you when you linking up and, and you are attract you're attracting people like you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yes. So everything is better. Yep. You, you know what you're talking about. And I love how, when because a lot of people think to themselves, well, well Tasha, I, I never thought about being poor. Like, I never thought about not having money in my account. I never thought about my relationships being in turmoil. I never thought about mm-hmm. not having the best in my life. And, and so they get confused because I was confused in the beginning watching The Secret, right? I was like, oh, shoot. Okay, bet. I'm going to just think about checks coming in the mail and, and it's going to work out for me. Well, well, there's two laws that we forget about. The first law is Goya. Uh, I don't, I don't want to curse on your podcast, but it means get off your 
right? That, that's the first law that we forget about. Like that six month goal that she had, there was some work that she put forth. But I can promise you more of the work was mental than physical. I'm positive that she was sewing into people. Her money was working for different conversation. The other law is the law of vibration. And so what we're talking about when you, when you set your goals and when you put up the pictures is getting your place to a vibratory power. Why? Because we're always attracting to us like things. What does that mean? So, okay, if your life isn't going the way that you want, sometime or another, you vibrated at the frequency of attracting the people into your life that you are. We don't get what we want. We get who we are. So when I'm affirming to myself, I am earning X amount of dollars every single month. I am this person. I am this father. I am this husband. Automatically, those people are going to come into play. Watch this. The billionaire and the beggar both have the same 24 hours. Well, Damon, what does that mean? That means we both live in the same exact world. But I've attuned my reticular activating system to see the opportunities that are in alignment with what I've been saying. So for many of you, the one thing you may want to do is get off of social media. Damon, why, why would you say that? Because you're so worried about everybody else's dream that you haven't had an opportunity to be in alignment with your own. I said the reticular activating system. That will show you anything that's been important. I know that's working. Whenever you bought a car, whenever you were about to buy a car, you started seeing that car everywhere. It shows you relevant information. So if you're one of those people that keeps saying, man, I keep running into the same guy all the time. Your reticular activating system is working for you, sis. Man, I keep running into these girls. All they want is my money. Well, it's working for you, bro. Man, I cannot seem to get ahead. Well, it's working for you. Man, money comes to me easily and effortlessly. It's working for us. Do you know I work one third, maybe one tenth physically of what I was doing when I was moving furniture? But you know what I was taught growing up? It's not work hard for money, mm-hmm. right? You got, you got to work hard for your money, dang. You, hey, listen, hard, hardly working, isn't that what they say? Mm-hmm. Another hard work? Or, or you've probably heard people say the hard earned dollar? See, Tasha, I, I don't think that people even understand the power of words. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that is a vibratory power in itself, right? Like, mm-hmm. we really understand. Hung by the Tongue is a great book. What to Say When You Talk to Yourself by Dr. Shad Helmstetter. Incredible books. Because your words are forming your world. Mm-hmm. There's no mistake in words. Now I'm going somewhere else. I, now, you know, I don't want to do that. Watch the words. Right. <laughs> Look, we can go on and on and on. But the next time we do a podcast, we're going to be face to face. Let's do and it. We'll be, yeah, we, we're going to really pick up that energy. We're going we're gonna, to, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. crazy. This has been incredible. Be do you mind if I say this real quick? What? I got to give you your flowers. Um, so I have a bunch of teammates, a bunch of agents that I've recruited and trained and, and built and stuff like that from South Carolina. They're mm. from Columbia, South Carolina. They're from, um, uh, what is, what is uh, where, where um, Clemson is. Green, uh, Orangeburg. Orangeburg, Greenville, all those right? Um, Yeah. The mentality in different parts of the United States is different. 
right? I think there are, again, a different conversation. I think there's spiritual strongholds on different parts of the United States. And I believe there is a spiritual stronghold over some of the Southern regions, right? And the mentality is, I don't wanna, I don't wanna say the wrong thing. I would just say of, of, in a sense, mediocrity, right? Where I believe like the best of the best would be, hey, if we can work at the plant, if we can work for BMW, you're doing extremely well, right? In that area. So when you insert a Tasha Mack or myself, it's very foreign to their language. So I want to throw the flowers back to you because I heard your story and I was immediately compelled because first of all, the courage that you would have to leave your hometown, which is familiar, which is comfortable to go to a brand new city, like where you are now, big city, right? Probably much faster pace. Most people will do that, start earning income and then get comfortable again. But you're constantly rising. Right. You're constantly getting in certain rooms and giving information and you've reached a certain level. And you just said it earlier. I learned to be able to teach. There is a special place in heaven for people like you, like (laughs) the mother that you are, the wife that you are. I admire you. I appreciate you. And I truly I am honored to be on this podcast with you. Oh, thank you. Don't make me cry. I'm a (laughs) crybaby. All love. But thank you. So tell people, how, how can people work with you? So the easiest way is go on IG. Um, you can go on IG. I don't have a cool name, right? They call me the Elevated Income Coach. Uh, but it's just Damon P. Dillard on Instagram. Uh, you can go to either one of my websites. So what we're doing right now is we are building a community of winners, all right? I am teaching people high-ticket sales. Um, as you can see from this conversation, I do a lot on mindset. Until we get that right, listen. You want the real secret? 98% of success is mindset. Don't let anybody tell you any different. 2% is the how-tos. Okay, I got to set up the funnel and then I got to do this and I got to do... That's too... That's easy. We're going to get your mind right, all right? Um, But that's what we're doing, the Elevated Income Academy. You can go to elevatedincomeacademy.com. Sign up for a dollar right now uh, for a free trial. Or you can go to Damon P. Dillard. Uh, we got products on there too immediately. If you're a brand new entrepreneur just trying to get to 10, 10 grand a month, we have products to help you out there. If you're at 10 grand a month and you're looking to get to six figures a month, we got products in there to help you out as well. But uh, I'm just excited to see what everybody creates from this information alone. Oh, yeah. Powerful, powerful. And you, all the links going to be, just click the link below, above, yeah. to the sides, right? I don't care where it's at. Just click. Hold it up. Click. I haven't figured out those reels yet, right? Like, like, <laughs> I'm just trying to learn the real game. Like that, that ain't my job. So, you know. We'll it doesn't matter. It. But hey, what you do is is super powerful and effective. You know, you got receipts. So, hey, people can follow you. Look it up. Websites, everything's going to be listed. I'm just happy that you came uh, to share some time with me. It means a lot to me. It's an honor. It's an honor. Had a lot of fun. Thank you. All right, y'all. See y'all in the next episode. It's T-Mac and I'm out. Hey, hey, hey. Don't forget to follow me, if you're not, on all platforms at T-Mac underscore inspired. All right. See you on the next episode. Bye.